Conversations on Economic Opportunity, produced by Ann Arbor Spark. Ann Arbor Spark is a public private academic partnership that's creating economic activity and prosperity in the Ann Arbor region. Innovative businesses and leaders are what make Ann Arbor a destination for startups and growing global businesses. By sharing their stories, they share what makes this region stand out for the exceptional schools, abundant parks, amazing community services that all contribute to our quality of life. Conversations on economic opportunity are a way to spotlight those who are helping this region thrive. Joining me today is Larry Hyde Kemper, Senior Vice President of Radiant Solutions. And we're really pleased that you join us today for a podcast so we can learn about Radiant Solutions. It's my pleasure. Great. Well, that's the first question always um, uh, that we always ask about the company. But I always, always like to start with the person I'm interviewing. Tell us a little bit about yourself. About uh, myself? Yeah. Uh, well, I uh, grew up in Kentucky. Okay. Um, did most of my schooling in St. Louis. Uh, joined the uh, former uh, company here. Uh, was named Earth Satellite Corporation before before it was you know merged in. Uh-huh. And uh, I've been with them over 40 years. Wow. And sort of uh, I just moved up the chain. And, and uh, then in uh, I might be jumping ahead a little bit, but in 20. 20- okay. Fourteen, we uh, bought uh, this business unit in Michigan, okay. and uh, I led the due diligence team. I led the integration team, and then I was sent up here to run it. All right. So, are you enjoying being sent up here and, and to run it? I am. Uh, I enjoy it very much here. I, I, I love football, so okay. I, that's a good start. Okay. And. Uh, uh, the interesting thing, though, is uh, I still live it uh, back in the D.C. area sure. because. We have six grandchildren, uh-huh. and my wife is just not going to move. Okay. <laughs> she just refuses to move. So I started commute, but I spend okay. about 70% of my yeah, time. That's it's e- an easy, relatively it's really easy. It's really easy. It is. Yeah. So, so with that background, tell us about Radiant. You described that there's uh, been a company over the years. There's been yeah. some acquisitions. So yeah, exactly. tell us specifically about um, Radiant Solutions. Well, Radiant Solutions is one of four companies under an umbrella uh, entity called Maxar Technologies, uh, headquartered in San Francisco. Um, and this div- the company as a whole focuses on uh, satellite systems, imagery, um, geospatial analytics, and we serve customers uh, both commercially and government and worldwide as, a, as an old company. Mm-hmm. The Radiant Solutions uh, piece of the business, uh, business unit, essentially uh, deals mostly with uh, geospatial type of analytics and some systems engineering for satellite development. So describe that a little better because we have a lot of people, more in depth I should say, right. we have a lot of people that, that listen in. When, you, when you're talking about geospatial, explain right. that a little more. Well, the easiest way to explain geospatial is to say every data point has a latitude and longitude connected to it. So everything can be put in a system called a geographic information system, Mm -hmm. where it can then be analyzed, data sets can be overlaid. Uh, One of the biggest things our company does is change detection. We look at change for, you know, new road development, uh, uh, urbanization, all those type of things. We just did an interesting... uh, thing with uh, the flooding in uh, from okay. Hurricane Harvey where okay. uh, we had looked at the uh, surface changes that had occurred prior to the storm and were able to estimate the flooding. Of course, as you put more concrete in Houston, you end up with, sure. with worse flooding. Sure. So that data set was published uh, on the 
on across the web, and it got a, got a lot of uh, hits and mm -hmm. analysis was was performed. So we do those type of things. Uh, but in the Michigan unit, we do mostly uh, system engineering, and it's related to uh, satellites. Uh, and with a special technology, this group actually a lot of your people might know them as the former uh, Environmental Research Institute of Michigan, ERO. And they came out of the university and then they became a for-profit uh, activity. Mm -hmm. They even have a history that goes further back, which was Willow Run's lab. They were, mm -hmm. they were associated with Willow Run's. So, uh, and their expertise is really radar. And they do other things, uh, we do other things, but it's radar. And it's a type of radar called synthetic aperture radar. And without going into too much detail, synthetic aperture radar allows you to get better resolution because it takes advantage of the movement of the satellites. But uh, as the okay. satellite's moving along. So. Okay. Well, you've talked a little bit about this. Maybe if there's a little more that you'd like to add, you've indicated what you just said. The office here is focused on systems engineering. And you talked a little bit about who uses the systems. But um, talk a little bit more about who, who your users are and, and how they benefit from working with you. Well, most of our, most of our users for this particular division is the uh, uh, federal government. About 80 percent of our business, okay. and they use these systems for, for a variety of reasons. Uh, some some in the intelligence community, some, okay. some DOD. And, um, we basically, uh, you know, support that entire entire activity. So, so, so you describe. I, I think I got this right. That your is the headquarters for Radiant in Virginia. It's in Virginia. So, you know, one of the things we're always curious about is. Um, and I think I got a little bit about what we talked about already to understand it, but the, the notion of being here in Ann Arbor, uh, why was that important for, for Radiant? Well, when we took over this company in 2014, uh, I guess 80% of our staff was University of Michigan grads, okay. mainly PhDs, electrical engineers, uh, system engineering type people, uh, and the rest of the uh, people were from Michigan and already established here. so. It made sense to keep keep the business unit in Michigan. In addition, we find Michigan to be a, a very good place to do business. Uh, regulatory uh, structure is not that bad. Uh, cost of living for our employees versus Virginia, sure. if any of you know about Virginia, sure. it's much better than Michigan. Sure. Sure. So we find this as a good place to do business and we're trying to expand our business. And it certainly helps with the, uh, the type of uh, recruiting and those type of things that uh, you know, all the University of Michigan, Michigan State, several of the right. community colleges, great, great uh, ground for recruiting. And I might also mention, and one thing I didn't mention is, we do a little bit of work with autonomous vehicles. Okay. Being in, this is a perfect place to, to yeah. have your operation. I would, I, would, I would say so. Yeah. You know, obviously there's a very significant investments being made and partnerships and structures created to try to keep the region uh, in its preeminence in terms of those kind of mobility projects. Um, but I appreciate your comments because the, uh, the, uh, you've actually pointed out a number of things that we say uh, as we try to recruit companies and you're an example of how that works. That we think that the technical capabilities are here, the, the, the nature of one of the uh, nation's leading research universities history in a number of technologies uh, sure. for decades um, and um, 
the notion that uh, for companies, uh, given all of that, um, it's a it's a, a, a lower cost location uh, to do business. So you can't compete if you don't have the talent and those other capabilities, but it sure helps you compete if, if you can help the company on its cost structure. And mobility is so easy too, right? And communications nowadays that you can, and getting from here to, to the headquarters in Virginia mm -hmm. is a very, very simple activity. And so it, it I forget is. how many flights there are. Yeah, I guess, I guess we're, we, we, sometimes we can consider that we're blessed to be close to Washington and sometimes we <laughs> may have the other perspective, but that's, yeah, that's, maybe whatever, what, that's whatever, whatever day you're talking about. <laughs> Um, so, um, you know, one of the things that you talked about is sort of the talent, and I know that, that uh, you are, you just mentioned, you know, uh, that you're hoping to grow here. What, what kind of hire, what's, what's, what's the profile of the kind of people that you're looking to bring into the company? Well, there's, there's about four, four major profiles. One is electrical engineers. Uh, we, we hire a lot of those. Uh, we hire software like anybody else we're in the we're in the business for software engineers and in that vein we have a lot of people that have domain expertise in math and physics mm -hmm. in addition to having some software okay. skills i not sure how aware everyone is but cloud computing is huge now uh, everything mm -hmm. in the software world is going into the cloud mm -hmm. uh, so we are a lot of people in cloud computing mm -hmm. and then to do our mapping projects we are uh, geospatial okay. production type people okay. and we recently just hired uh, approximately 40, 40 to 50 of those. Wow. So so um, you, you described sort of their um, technical expertise you're looking for. What, what, else, what, what else would make someone an ideal candidate to work for grading? Um, well, uh, we're, you know, we're a very dynamic company. Uh, first of all, let me say one thing that I look for in recruiting. I want people to like to have fun because if you're not having fun, you're not doing a good okay. job. And then I'll go to attitude and aptitude. We look for people that have really good at attitudes and of course have the aptitude. We slightly downplay skills and experience. We can teach, we can teach the skills, mm -hmm. you can gain the experience. So we focus on attitude and aptitude. We look a lot at behavioral types, okay. type skills in our, okay. in our recruiting. So, so, so attitude, uh, what's a, what's a, what, what's the kind of attitude you're looking for when you're hired? When do you want me to start and what do you want me to do? Okay. It's right. very simple. Uh, not the uh, type of person that comes in and says, well, I only want to do this. You know, okay. We'll do whatever you need to, okay. need to do. And right. when do you want me to start? That's well, I think you kind of answered the next question that they have on the list for me, which is sort of what advice would you offer to somebody who wants to work for you? Yeah. So it sounds like you're, you're really giving a, a good roadmap for that, you know. If, 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 well, I if, hope so. If, if, hope if, so. You're, if you're wanting to uh, have sort of a go-getting personality and you're, you're ready to roll up your sleeves and you want to have fun doing uh, the job, uh, you're probably the perfect candidate, right? And I'm a disciple of uh, Steve Jobs. Okay. Uh, and he always said that... Uh, Two key things are passion and the fact that you surround yourself with, with good talent. So you need passionate people that have excellent talent. And that's, he's got several of his own uh, internet, sure, YouTube interviews and stuff. Absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> so, absolutely. So that's, that's kind of what we look yeah. for. So, so looking out um, over the next couple of years, what, what's your, what do you see is, is the, 
uh, prospects for the company, uh, particularly here in the Arbor? Well, we're in a growth mode. There's no question we're in a growth mode. And uh, we're looking forward to, we don't bend much metal now. We're looking forward to getting into some projects where we, we build radars or we actually uh, build uh, some satellite payloads or that type of thing. Mm -hmm. so, so we look at that as a big growth area for us. To actually do that? Yeah, to do, to, at least the prototyping, maybe not right. large scale manufacturing, okay. but some some type of, let's just call it metal bending. We, yeah, we I, actually, I yeah, we yeah, do. Sophisticated metal. Yeah, okay. and then uh, the autonomous vehicle area looks really ripe for, for growth. So, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. we're very excited about, about that. Yeah, one of the things that we, we uh, try to, to communicate through the series of podcasts that we do, is I think a lot of people that might listen to this um, have a perspective that um, the autonomous uh, car or the connected vehicle uh, are, are um, maybe just an extension from existing uh, automotive and it's dramatically different and it's, it's an array of technologies you described, satellite, cloud, radar, um, all of those things. Are, are key technologies to make that make that work. Well, exactly. We deal with the bad weather problem, seeing through the, the snow and the rain and those types of things. That's where radar comes okay. in. Okay. All, right. All right. Well, Larry, really, thank you uh, for giving us a, a, a brief t tutorial here on Radiant. Uh, we're pleased to have you uh, here as, uh, as one of the companies in the Ann Arbor region and look forward in the future hearing more about your success and, and the things that you're able to, to accomplish. Well, it's been our pleasure, and we hope to have a, a long and fruitful uh, business in the Michigan area. We hope so, too. Uh, and I want to thank the listening audience uh, who regularly uh, tunes into this podcast. Uh, and for more information about us and for Spark, uh, you can find us at the web on the web at annarborusa.org and also on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Thank you for listening to Conversations on Economic Opportunity. We hope you'll like and share the content you heard today. For additional podcasts and information about Spark, visit annarborusa.org.